Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. Where are we gonna go? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front podcast. I am Brandon Reen. and I am Patrick Hasty. Hell, yes, you are. Hell, yes, I am. How's it going, Brandon? Well, Patrick, let me tell you real quick. Mm-hmm. It is going mm-hmm. fantastic. <laughs> I want to know your name. Uh, I was put on the spot and I couldn't remember a fucking Goo Goo Doll I, 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 can't, I forgot that we were doing that, so I did uh, name at Slide. the very end. I know that I did listen to Goo Goo Dolls mm-hmm. on Monday at work, mm-hmm. and there were at least four songs I remember. Good. Also, I remember they were all Buffalo Bills fans. Yep, they're a great band. Johnny Resnick and the boys. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, are you familiar with how on Twitter Eve 6 is popping off? <laughs> Do you, do you know about you make it so I can I have no choice but to be aware yeah. well of Eve six. E- it's like GameStop and Eve six <laughs> that's everything now well the Eve six are following three comedians and I'm one of them so I figured you know I'd get the word who out. are the other two what what's the company who are the other two uh Pat uh, Pat Monahan and mm-hmm. uh Jake Flores they love Jake which is awesome oh. they love the yeah, fucking th- angry are, socialists it rules th- those are some uh tough uh comedians to follow heavy hitters a lot of followers and then little old me with my three grand trying to hold my own uh hey man that's something to be proud of you know oh yeah i'm proud of it uh hey you know it's the most you've ever had <laughs> first off i wanted to say that the reason i brought up first off. the reason i brought up eve six was because when they start when that account started and if you don't know the lead singer of twitter or the, <laughs> the lead singer of eve six has been on twitter and he's just lighting it up with fun shit. It's very cool. It's he he seems to be a cool guy. He's telling fun stories mm-hmm. about who's an asshole and who's not. And he said that the Goo Goo Dolls are great. That they're really nice Good. and sweet and kind and everything. I'm just glad to hear whenever anybody's not an asshole. Me too. Same you know? here. 100. percent uh, Anytime somebody, you know, yeah. no assholes. Also, you know that thing they're doing. You you mentioned it a little bit. The whole GameStop thing that Reddit did. You know. Yeah. Can, do you think we could get Reddit to do that for like my comedy career? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> no. everybody hates me. They already put you on the front page, man. Oh, Calm down. Uh, yeah, fucking every four years, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, how are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit off format, but uh, we did have some breaking news. Uh oh. I don't know if you saw this recently. Somewhat related to us. You, if you want to check in with our. Uh, the newsroom. Our news oh, Darren P- Patterson. Is that, is that a? Yeah, is that available to uh, you? Yeah, give me. So I'll pull up Darren's. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. listeners, if you don't know, uh, Darren Patterson's Facebook page is our the Nostalgic Front Newsroom, uh, which actually that sounds really good. The Nostalgic Front Newsroom. Um, yeah. The Nostalgic Front Newsroom. I don't have the air for it right now. The Nostalgic Front Newsroom from Darren Patterson. That's like that's what we're calling it. Um, <laughs> let me see. Um, oh my God, is it that Cloris Leachman has passed away? Uh yes, sadly. Very yeah. sad. You know, uh, comedian. Well, Iowan. Iowan, G- a babe. Have you ever seen the last uh, picture show? 
No, but I have seen Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. She's great in that. In the last picture show, she plays like mm-hmm. a MILF, basically. It's a nice. wonderful movie. I love it. Uh, and yeah, she's in it, and she's great. Um, also, M- great in Malcolm in the Middle. I believe she won a Gramp. That's where she got her uh, Emmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. She played a Grammy, got an Emmy. That's crazy. I really that I was expecting it to be something fun. By the way, so like now I'm just sad. No. we lost Cloris Leachman. <laughs> well, I mean, this is going to be a sad episode, anyways. People don't cry yeah, at right. the end of it. I will say this know? also uh, from the the Nostalgia Front uh, news desk. Uh, and yeah, coupled with Darren Patterson's Facebook page. Uh, Michael Strahan has tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, he's a positive guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure he'll be all right. He'll stomp it out. Yeah, sure. Any other, any other thing from the news desk? Uh, let's see. Last thing. Uh, let's do a sweep. Okay. I got that. Um, uh-huh. let's see. Did we talk about how the secret service, uh, looked into John Mulaney because he made a joke about Trump on the monologue on SNL? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, hip hop museum set when... to open in the Bronx in 2023. That's cool. We need more museums. They're struggling out there. They are. Um, you know what they need to do? Reddit needs to buy stock in museums. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, man. I don't know what's going on. I just know something's going on. I watched a couple videos from. I'm too much of a dummy. Yeah. Same thing. I watched a couple TikTok videos where somebody tried to yeah. explain it. And yeah, Danielle was talking yeah. to me about hedge funds, and I was just trying not to make yeah. landscaping jokes. Yeah, right. Uh, I think uh, basically the premise is rich people uh-huh. buy stock by company by stocking companies that are dying, and then they mm-hmm. basically can make a lot of money off of it because they sell it, and then that's how they make money. That's how the stock market works. Um, it's like they're betting a like instead of betting that a stock's going to go up, they bet that it's going to go down. Well, yeah. what happened was a bunch of people did that in stocks like GameStop and AMC, which are places that are affected by the pandemic. So Reddit was like, well, fuck you. So then they started buying the stock. So instead of the stock going down, the stock goes up. And now all these rich people are on the hook for like billions of dollars, which is a good thing. But yeah, there are real people. That's the problem with the stock market. Real people do factor in. And so real people mm-hmm. are going to get hurt by this. But also real people are going to get hurt by it no matter no. what. You know, can uh, vegans trade on the stock market, or do they have to go to the broth market? Uh, vegetarian, veggie stock. Yeah, we use the veggie stock market. We invest in things like oh, carrots. they can make veggie stock. I thought you needed bones. I thought that was the difference. Uh, stock is bones. Maybe broth is veggies. Maybe maybe the word stock means something. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. There was so. Oh, I wanted. Well, that's after our podcast today. I wanted to say, hold my bread. <laughs> oh yeah, hold my bread. Uh, I'm Matt Backus. Mm-hmm. And I'm the other guy, Joel Wachowski, our friend. Uh, they they they've rotated. Yeah, they think cast. they have switched out guests before. I think well, I was gonna go Ronnie Fleming. Was oh, he on, was he a whole bread holder? Ronnie's funny. I yeah. Has Ronnie? He is. Has Ronnie? Ronnie's been on our show. <laughs> yep, he has. Do you know why I know he's been on our show? Not because I remember sitting down with him for an hour and having an in depth conversation about his life, but because he drove me home afterwards. Oh, yeah. Because I've been in a car with Ronnie, so I'm like, well, yeah, I think that means he was on the podcast. God, isn't that something when you get a ride oh. from a comedian in New York? I remember them like, all. Whoa. Ronnie, Patrick Hobart, they've all given me rides home before. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck it. Yep, ben Wasserman used to live, when Ben and I used to live next to each other, fuck, I lived in that car. Yeah. Remember you ju- used to just have a car? <laughs> and then you just 
get in it and drive to a Reem, place. Remember you remember going to a place? Reem, do you remember my apart apartment in Des Moines? The the first yeah. one that we Sherman Hill. Yeah. Do you remember the most, that extra the most, office I had? Yeah. Where I do the podcast? We drink. Mm-hmm. And then I had another- I passed out on the floor. I had another office next to it that was like just yeah. for my beer when I would homebrew beer. Hey, at least you guys still had a tiny kitchen. You yeah, know? yeah. We uh, And we had two entrances. We had a front door and a back door. God. Yeah. We paid a quarter of what we pay to live here. It's I'm not, I'm not mad, you know? But no, we, it's just crazy to think about. Why didn't I get pandemic in there? Why did I get pandemic in this uh, fishbowl that mm-hmm. we live in now? Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, man, I hey, here's something: Uh-oh. buy stock in Pandemic Express. <laughs> oh, sure. You know, if you look at the Pandemic Express logo, there's an arrow hidden in it. Once you see it, you'll never not see it. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I wanted to say a couple things real quick, Reem. First, this is on a serious note. Uh, rest in peace, Cloris Leachman. Uh, no, we already did mm. that. Uh, I do want to say, friend of our show, uh, Isaiah Lorenzo, comedian in New York, uh, got fucked up. Uh, after a comedy show, somebody uh, fought him, by, yeah. uh, uh, kind of jumped him, and he had to go to the hospital. And so basically, uh, it's all that shit's expensive. So if you're a listener and... and Isaiah's episode was great. He was one of those people we didn't really Absolutely. know him. And the episode kicked ass. So if you remember from around the 80s, I think it was, um, or maybe maybe early 100 episodes. Um, so go to our Twitter account, and I retweeted it last night. There's a GoFundMe out there. And if you got a dollar or two, throw it in there um, just to kind of help make this process easier. Because, yeah, he got hit pretty hard in his eyes, and there's going to be a lot of surgeries and stuff. So, uh, yeah. I just want to say that real quick. I know it's kind of a downer, but as you said before, this whole episode's going to be a fucking downer. Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to say before we start the show, really, is Reem, you know why I'm so excited that we're getting rid of the guests? Why? Because I hate the sound of my voice. And when there's three of us, there's always so much of me being loud and wanting to ha- talk. And then the guest has got to get their bullshit in about yeah I'm from Vermont, and you yeah, just and we just want to riff. You just sling in zingers, right? Which is the, yeah. that's, you're good at that. But I like like the hostess man. You, exactly. See, I don't even get it, but somebody laughed. But I like the idea of us once we go to just full time fun size. Hashtag full time fun size. It'll be <laughs> me and you, and then you don't have to just do zingers. You can derail. You can get too high. You can tell stories that don't matter. It'll be so it's uh-huh. so much fun. Ugh. As the editor of this podcast, I can tell you, I've said way too much on this podcast. I've said way too much. What are we talking about today, buddy? Today's episode? Yeah. Uh, it only took us 12 minutes to get to it. That's not bad. We're going to have to start having tops of these fucking yeah. fun size shows anyway. I think we should. You know? Get used Catch to it. Catch-ups. You know? Catch-ups. Uh, mustards. Mustards. You know? Oh, no. That sounds like the fan, like a a, a bad, that sounds like a, a, a like a Edgelord Comedians podcast fans. Oh, look, it's the mustards. Catch-up and mustards. Yeah. Uh, what, are we ta- uh-huh. what are we talking about, man? Today, we are talking about the 1973 made-for-TV movie, Incredible Journey. About a dog and a cat and another dog with names that are different than the dog and the cat and the other dog in Homeward Bound. Yes. Uh, and the cat's a boy 
And the golden retriever is the young one. Yeah. Everything's weird. Yeah. Somebody really didn't want to. No, we're fucking with you. We're fucking with you. Of course, we're talking about the 1993 Disney released uh, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, starring Michael J. Fox, Sally Field, and Don Amici. Yeah. Now, I was going to say that. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Okay. First, I'll read the Wikipedia. Then we'll start getting into our opinions. Okay. And I'll make uh, like like we talked about. I make jokes. No. I quip in. What? No, you don't. <laughs> you just turned into Stuart from Mad TV. Oh, man. What are you? Okay. I saw your foot ask come me, up. Ask me what I'm doing. Patrick, what are you doing? I'm holding a chicken and smoking. <laughs> we got to we gotta bring Stuart back more. Um, yeah. By the way, have you ever met Stuart Backmore? That guy rules. <laughs> Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey is a 1993 American adventure comedy film and remake of the 1963 film, The Incredible Journey, which was based on the 1961 novel of the same name by Sheila Burnford. Burnford. Sheila. (laughs) (laughs) That name top to bottom sucks. Directed by Dwayne Dunham, it was released on February 3rd, 1993 and grossed $41 million in the U.S., it was followed in 1996 by Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San any, Francisco. Anything on the this budget? This film is dedicated to producer Franklin R. Sorry. Levy, who died during the production of the film. Wow. What happened? Did I lose you? Uh, I got a fucking phone call. I got to figure out how uh, to like- uh, Yeah, just stop taking set it. Set it up so I- You should be able to just push- Well, I don't. Push a button. Um, let's see. Okay, so while he's on there- Oh, are you fucking kidding me? What? What? No. Wait, hold on. What? Why? What did he do? Hold on. What do we? I'm. I so I I read the Wikipedia and I was like, Dwayne Dunham. I don't know anything about the director. Let's look him up. And I look his dumbass up, and he's a uh, he edited, uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Oh, that makes sense, though. Yeah. You know? Why? Just because, like, I don't think you'd have any, like, traditional directors in this movie. You know, you probably just have piles and piles of animal you're right. footage. It's probably like a... And then you're just... It's like a B... What are they called? B-roll directors. Yeah. Second unit guys. Oh, that's very interesting. I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. When you were like, it makes sense. I was like, why? Because of Ewoks? <laughs> You know that well, Ewoks are animals. That's how they did it with the Ewoks too. They were just real Ewoks out there running around, and then they just filmed them and yeah. hoped at some point they murdered a stormtrooper in cold blood. Uh, <laughs> and okay. Then played drums with their severed heads. So now, Brandon, tell me the how did we get to this fun size? Oh yeah, I I dropped uh-huh. a suggestion in the group. Oh, is that real? Yeah, yeah, oh, it was one of the movies it. suggested in the AOL. Well, there were a lot. What dropped in? I I don't. Yeah, I don't like Facebook, so I don't go there enough. But let me know when things like that happen. Send me a message because I don't get on Facebook enough, and I I need. You were to be the active. only one that liked my Spaceballs post the other day. Yeah, because I go in there and I do a sweep and I like the most popular stuff. Yeah, but I didn't. So see anyways, this. there there was a whole lot of suggestions from a lot of NFers. Oh shit! And this one popped up, and I was like, I would rewatch that. It's on Disney Plus. I'll suggest it to Patrick. I did so. Who suggested it? And then, quid pro quo, here we are. Who suggested it? Do you know? Not off the top of my head. Well, I'm going to look this up because I would like to get to the bottom of this. Um, 
So, and listeners, go to the Nostalgic Fronts AOL chat room if you'd like to be a part of these conversations that I obviously do not want to be. Um, okay, so let's see. It was suggested. I'm trying to. Suggested by Bryce Rushmeyer. That's right. That's very interesting. Um, I'll say this. Bryce. I believe Bryce is uh, Ben's friend. He is. He's a friend of Ben Katzer who's a, a, a real uh, NFR. Um, Reem. <laughs> this movie sucks shit. Uh, really? I hate it. You didn't find no enjoyment out of it? I got enjoyment out of it. Kinda. But this is, right? I mean, if I had a hundred movies, I would not have guessed this one. I would not have wanted to, like if I was a kid and you, know, you had a hundred VHS tapes, I would not have picked this one. Um, what What was your history with it? I mean, I watched it on VHS when it came out when I was like uh, 10. Yeah. You know? And uh, I liked it. Wow. Caught me off guard. I think I liked it when I was a kid too. But I didn't like it enough to. It wasn't a fun nostalgic watch. It wasn't like when I watched Ernest Goes to Camp. But it also wasn't good enough. This movie got fucking two stars from uh, uh, Siskel and Ebert. No, well, it got two thumbs up too. That's so what I mean. Yeah, two, I don't yeah, know that's what, what the, I mean. Yeah. Sorry, two two thumbs up. What I meant is Siskel and Ebert are stars, and they gave it two thumbs up. Uh, hey, buddy, what's going on? What are you doing? I can see you looking at the internet. I can see your eyes moving. Every time you do that, the recording gets all fucked up, and then... That's where my notes are. Well, put your notes on your phone like I did, buddy. I got them right here. I have to... That That's where we uh, record, remember? Uh, so what I'll say is, is this. Um, I think I sent you a video camera, so you don't have to use your phone to record, by the way. Um, I have a bunch of notes as well. Um... Okay, let's say okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's 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 get into it. Let's fucking talk about this goddamn movie. Yeah. When I was a kid, I I I think I liked it when it came out. I know I saw the second one in the theater even though I don't remember it at all. I probably saw this one in the theater. 93, I was 9, you know, 8 probably when it came out. Um I had 3 pound puppies. Well, 2 pound puppies and whatever the cats were called. That's a big puppy. Yeah. The it was like 3 pound puppies. <laughs> I had a pound puppy. They weren't the little ones, you know? They were like the next size up pound puppy toys. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, so I had those. They're probably like the size of, almost the size of like a pillow on your bed. And I had yeah, two dogs. I had one. He was my best friend. I used to chew on his nose. Yeah. I had two dogs and a cat, and I named them Chance, Shadow, and Sassy. Um, and of course, Reem, you do know that I was uh, I was recently shadow banned Wait. in my uh, so, home. So, did you have all these... Pound puppies at the same time you had all of these fucking my buddies. Yeah, because what would happen was we'd go to Goodwills and fucking Salvation Armies and garage sales, and if toys were like under a dollar, I'd just buy them myself with my like yeah. allowance money. Not even allowance, just money I found, you know, or my yeah. grandma gives me five bucks. And so like I would buy every every stuffed animal, every toy. So yeah, I had Chance Shadow and Sassy. When I would go to the mall, I'd lay them in the back window of the car because I thought it was fun. And then it was also easier to find the car when you get back outside. Why don't you just remember where you park? Why'd you go quiet there? I thought, it, I thought you were going to keep talking. I figured you would maybe chime in. You, you, you tend to only chime in in the middle of my shadow band joke. <laughs> that is true, though. Did I tell you that? 
Huh. I uh, The Homeward Bound forum that I go, oh, fuck, I fucked it up. I recently got shadow, no, wait, yeah, okay, I got it. I can get it back. Uh, I was recently shadow banned on the Homeward Bound forums that I use, which sounds like a bad thing, but it's actually a really wonderful thing. And if I play my cards right, I could be chance banned uh, by uh, 2022. And by the time I'm 40, I could be sassy banned. See, I can't believe you didn't like this movie, though. It's, it, this is this is one of the movies that I like to watch. Yeah. For our, for our podcast, I mean. Where it's about 80 minutes, you know, uh, you get at least something in the production side of things that you can like, oh, I like that. And you're always looking at like the animals. It's a lot of good animal work. A lot of lot of animals. You got an owl, porcupine, mountain lion. I don't bear. I don't think it's bad. If like my nephews were like little like if my niece, who's like nine, was here, was in town. Uh, first off, it make her wear a mask, you know, quarantine for two weeks. But then I'd be like, hey, do you want to watch Homeward Bound? Because I feel like that would be fun. But to watch it by myself, because also I asked my wife, I said, hey, we're going to do Homeward Bound on the podcast. Do you want to watch it with me? And she's like, fuck no. Do you want to sob and cry for an hour and be on the edge of your seat that they're all going to die? And so uh, I watched it by myself today. I'll say this. I think this is a better, even this version is a better audio drama than it mm-hmm. is a movie. Right? Okay. Because I under no offense to Dwayne. I'm into audio dramas right now. Well, well Dooku Jedi Lost finished it today. No offense. Great. No offense to Dwayne who did a who shot all that footage of that dog and that cat. It's it's hard the whole time. I'm like, I know that that's Michael J. Fox talking for this fucking dog, you know? You never are you never think I could never suspend my dis- my belief and be like, that's that dog, you know? But when you're listening to it, you kind of get that yeah. feeling. And when you're okay. listening to it and, let's say, uh, Sassy uh, falls in the water or Shadow falls in that hole, a lot of, anytime a fault, when the cougar shows up, when you're, if you were just imagining that in your head, that's way Oh, scarier. you mean the caretaker lady that runs the ranch? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Uh, oh, Gene Smart? The cougar. Yeah, that's in my notes. Jean Smart, babe. <laughs> I loved her when I was young, man. She was on uh, Designing Women. She's in. Oh yeah? yeah. She's in Garden State. That's the prequel to Weird Science, right? <laughs> Garden State. No, Designing Women. It's uh, Designing Women's great. Have you ever seen it? N- Delta Burke, right? Delta Burke. Yeah. Also. No, <clears throat> I no, but I remember all the Al Bundy Delta Burke jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W- and do you know who Delta Burke's married to? No. Major Dad Gerald McRaney. Shut the front. Still door. to this day. Uh, I think with that right there, I think we've now referenced Major Dad more than any other podcast. <laughs> yeah, ever on. Oh, any network. Mm, probably not. The Major Dad cast does it pretty often. <laughs> Uh, There's a major dad cast. I know, probably. Uh, yeah. Well, it's that guy. Yeah. Uh, the kids. It's Gerald McRaney, Delta Burke. They're three sons. They talk. They spend the whole episode talking about my three sons. All right. So let's talk plot. Okay. Here, right. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna hash down to it. Can I read some of my notes? Yes. I don't. I can't read. What are we gonna do? We're just gonna say the plot. My... Family. A mixed family gets together, like a a, a Brady Bunch situation. And they got to move to San Francisco. They can't take. Well, the- it's just a stepdad. It's not mixed. He's he's all by himself. Oh uh, no! He ain't bringing he ain't bringing no skin to the game. I thought the I thought the uh, the daughter was his. No. Nope. Okay. I I thought the daughter. I'm paying was his. attention to this shit. Hmm. 
I missed something major for sure in this movie. I was major wor- dad. I was working while I was watching it, but oh, so this family gets. I was taking notes. Fucking ch- okay. That I can't access. Why there's a there's okay so the whole time the dogs and the cat are voiceovers. Great voices, everything's mm-hmm. cool, but they're voiceover. But then there's also a narration on top of that from just Ch- Ch- uh, chance. And that's yeah. frustrating because every once in a while it's like Godfather, it's like Goodfellas, you know. Well, All my life I wanted to be a fucking Homeward Bound. Uh-huh. It's weird. Well, it's only a couple times. It's really good. Uh, there's a scene where him and Shadow have a real heart to heart. Oh yeah. After they uh, have like their first day of adventure together. Yeah. And uh, he he's narrating about how wise Shadow is and. During that, there's a shot, and they're shooting Shadow from behind, and he's got, like, a fucking stream in the background of him, and he's kind of, like, shadowy, mm-hmm. uh, no pun intended. And uh, that dog... And just like... And that dog has no fucking clue. <laughs> that dog has <laughs> right. no That's my favorite part. Idea. About, number one, the dogs are great actors, but the cat... Get the fuck out of here. How are they getting this cat to do all this shit? Yeah. Blows my mind. It's one of the, That's a good cat. I, There's a, there, it's one of those things that like I read the IMDb trivia expecting to Do you know about Milo and Otis? Do you know the story of that yes. and how like a million yes. animals died? Yes. It, uh-huh. The the trivia for Homeward Bound is just constantly like when Sassy fell into the water, that was a fake cat and that did not happen and no animals like every single one of them like Yeah. It's However, all about how they're safe. They 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 may have been safe, but that cat was fucking distressed. Yeah, when it was going through the water, and they have the camera right in that fucking kitty's face, yeah. and it's just like, fuck this. When when get me to my trailer. So they so the so the family are moving to San Francisco, and they can't take their no, two dogs no, this and is, one cat. This is what's weird. They're just going to San Francisco for a little while, so. The new stepdad can keep teaching. Yeah, he's a professor. And then they're gonna move back. So they're just no gonna take the dog. I think yeah. no, I think they're moving there for good. But I think they're temporarily living in a situation where they can't have the dogs and the cat because the sequel takes well, place in San Francisco. So they're they back live at their there. own house. Why? Well, I've never seen the sequel. I just know they're back at the house from the original first scene. That's because that's the where the, the fucking animals went. Yeah, but that's just because they knew to go back to their old house. Now you they, pay attention given up to on the, the plot, animals. idiot. Okay, all right. <laughs> what are you mad about? Nothing. I keep. I think. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> now you're pissed off. How did they move back to the house? I. They didn't move back to that. I maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. You're wrong, Patrick. I think that they went back to that house because the animals got loose and the direction they headed was back towards their house. So at the end of the movie, they're back at their house. So they just kicked out the people that were living there? No, it's been like fucking six days. They're having Thanksgiving at the house with people over. It hasn't. You really think they're just going to decide to have a holiday on the whim at this house that they weren't like a couple days later? They changed their entire Thanksgiving plans because there's fucking you know family members yeah. there. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. 
I don't think this is my fault or your fault. I think this is on the screenwriters on this, actually. Yeah. Because I, oh, yeah. I was led to believe... Make it, uh, everything <laughs> human-related in this fucking movie can get out. Oh, I have some notes. Peter. I have some notes Peter, on that. Peter can fuck right off. Yeah. He just doesn't get it. He's he's a spoiled brat. Uh, he's supposed to be the adult one, and he's like, I just don't get it, you know? Uh, he's addicted to the stepdad who's just trying his damnedest. There is he's putting impossible situations over and over, and Peter just fucking shits on him. Say what you will about Peter. I hear your Peter slander, and I get it. Mm-hmm. But it was the the biggest laugh of the movie for me is when they first call, and then he talks to uh, Shadow, <laughs> and then they hang up, yeah. and the little girl's like, what did, what did he say? And he's like, Chance ain't sassy. And the little girl's like, what? That's, That's really I didn't good. I hear that. Um, uh, I actually, I don't, I feel like I saw myself in Peter. I think Peter, I understand him a little more. I don't think he's a, a piece of shit. Um, oh, no, I'm more of a, who's the, who's the younger kid? Oh, I don't know. Tooth, tooth boy? Yeah, that kid's weird. Uh, I will say this. Here's some, uh, here's some um, observations I had while I was watching. I just did, you know, I kept notes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. First off, this movie bums me the fuck out. I was sad the whole time. Um, uh, I loved the scene with the chickens because I don't like chickens. Uh, I was also frightened by the turkey because that's a big turkey. Um, yeah. I did not. It's also yeah. a nice uh, little built-in character arc for Chance yeah. where he's scared of the turkey mm-hmm. at the beginning. And that's how he gets And then when it. he finally gets home, he gets to eat turkey. Yeah. yeah. And he gets to jump the fence. And then at the end, he gets the, the turkey forced him to jump the fence and go with them. And then at the end, he gets the turkey. Um, yeah, he goes. Oh, they all go over a fence. They go under the, a fence. A lot of dynamics. There's okay. So we were shitting on the premise, like on the screenwriting. The script is written perfectly, like like they read a screenwriting book. The the cougar shows up at exactly the halfway point. That mountain lion. It's like okay, we're halfway done the movie. Let's get them a quick a quick villain. Let's have them have some f- quick adversity. Let's w- have them work as yeah. a team and get rid of it. Um, that fucking you talk about how sassy and shadow and them didn't know what the fuck was going on. What do you think that cougar thought the whole time? <laughs> well, to be fair, the cougar is not in a single frame with another animal. <laughs> yeah, no, that shit was shot like that shit was shot by Mutual of Omaha in '82. Yeah, <laughs> except. The shot, I, I'm just curious about the shot where they catapult the yeah. cougar. Because there's a definite, like, air shot mm-hmm. of a live animal getting catapulted. They- and then, no pun intended, <laughs> and then later for the for the big wide shot of him coming off of the uh, cliff, yeah. it's a total fake cat. Well, I think, the, but- I think the wide shot, I think the him flying through the air, and I think, I might be wrong, but I think it's a black screen. Like, it's not even mm-hmm. him flying through, like, the sky. It's like... Him flying with like a dark black screen. I think that's the fake one. I think they had pretty good fake animals on this. It must be some Disney thing. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times where, according to the IMDb, it's like, oh, that's a fake dog. But in the scene, you don't notice it. Whereas like a lot of times you would notice stuff like that. Um, yeah. Okay. So here's some more notes I got really quick. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, okay. So Ch- Chance and Sassy have sexual tension. A lot of it. <laughs> Shadow and Peter have a lot of sexual tension. And then as the movie progresses, 
Shadow huh. and Chance have a lot of sexual tension. <laughs> uh, and then and then once Shadow and and Chance team up, then Sassy and that uh-huh. fucking weirdo Eagle guy have a lot of sexual tension. <laughs> he says to her, uh, "What's a classy dame like you doing out here?" Uh, he does. And he when, does. when he's he gives her, and and then what's that really mean? He gives her goat milk. Yeah, I mean, come oh, on. Yeah, and he called her what's her name, Bernice or something. He's like, yeah, yeah this is from Phyllis over here. And also, that just goes to show you, like, everybody remembers Shadow coming over the hill at the end, yeah. but nobody gives a fuck about the fact that we're assuming Sassy is dead for a good fifteen minutes yeah. of this eighty-two minute movie. Oh, definitely. Uh, twice. Twice that happens. So Ch- Sassy's dead, and to Chance and Shadow, they think it's Chewbacca and Reven- yeah. it's Chewbacca and Revenge of the Sith, or Rise of the Skywalker, or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, they think he's dead, and they're just like, okay, ho home, you know. And then later, let's go chase rabbits. When when Shadow falls in the the pit, there's like a good couple seconds where they're like, oh, they're sad. They're like, oh no, but they they do just think he's dead until he opens his eyes. <laughs> uh. The uh, they're all, they're all every every a- animal and person in this movie is an asshole. Yeah. I can fucking prove it. The eagle guy, Except for the stepdad, he's a good guy. The eagle guy, the thing that he says first, like when he's looking before he sees Sassy, his that that fucking weirdo eagle guy who lives in a goddamn whatever cabin in the woods. The first thing he he says is, he's looking at the eagles through his binoculars, and he goes, "Yeah, there you are, losing. master of the sky. You're the boss." <laughs> what a gross dude yeah yeah uh there's also a very funny part i wanted to rip the audio but i didn't get a chance to but there's a really funny part where uh shadow and chance right after sassy goes missing uh shadow goes i shouldn't have made her come and chase goes chance goes she wanted to come <laughs> that's really funny yes, i did miss all of that sexual tension yeah um, that's fun Okay, so, and then they eventually, uh, it's, okay, I, I need to restate. I don't think this is a bad movie. I think this is a fine movie, family movie for your children and stuff. Yeah. It's just not the kind of Fucking movie that ABC I- Fucking ABC TV called it a masterpiece yeah. in family film entertainment. I just don't think, this was prior, gotta keep in mind, this was before, like, Toy Story. This was before Aladdin, you know, right? Or was yeah. Aladdin 92? After. A- this is after Aladdin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you got to think that like family movies, the bar was real low. So to get like two stars, two thumbs up isn't bad. We're at- Fucking Beethoven was a year prior to that and it it crushed. We got nine more of them. And you know what? I'd watch Beethoven. I, like if I like I said at the beginning, if I had 100 tapes, I wouldn't watch this one. I'd watch Beethoven because I like the dad. I like the interaction with the family. There's people, way more people. Apparently, I need people to like a movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. The people here sucked, and they were ingenuine. Yeah, if that's a word. How much? I don't know. I'm not so inclined, uh, uninclined, or not. But like the ranchers, mm-hmm. can we talk about how clean their clothes were? Yeah, they were clean and crisp. They were, and I didn't like it. Everybody, the search party that found the little girl, they're all clean. Like uh, everybody just got their. I didn't notice that. I'm not saying you're wrong. That I didn't notice that. Um, I thought everybody kind of had like a, a believable thing. I really liked, which she's a fantastic, uh, actress. But Jean Smart, the babe, the milf, the cougar. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
she, uh, when she comes back, okay, to th- first off, when she comes back and the guy's like, uh, uh, so how'd the animals like it? She goes, the horses? And the way she yeah. reacted to that was a very genuine, like, what a stupid fucking question. It's off, we were on our horseback ride. Of course they liked it. Uh, but what what was the deal with the note? The the oh, it was like a note regarding the horses. It, the the they didn't give you any setup for the note. Okay, I thought other it was than the fact it. that the guy read it. Well, like because it said like the old one, blah blah blah. I'm taking him with me. Why did she write the note? Like so, what did you, is the premise that she wrote that note for him about some of the horses that were missing? Or somebody else. Because I, I thought it was... It, That's how my head canon did it. It read it. I thought it was maybe like an old note that was there. Uh, yeah. That was from like also, the last time. Uh-huh. And I also thought, wait a minute, is there a scene where Chance, Shadow, and Sassy get together and try to write a note? And then they I forgot know, that part. Right. I want to know how many uh, different outtakes there were of Chance completely getting fucked up or dusted because there's two yeah, in the that movie. make it into the movie and Michael J. Fox just riffs over yeah. it. But in one scene, <laughs> the two, the animals t- take off together and he fucking runs into a tree. Yeah. On IMDb trivia, and, they call it a sapling, which I think is so like he hit a tree. Come on. Yeah. The dog hit a tree. Don't <laughs> try to church it up. There's another one when they're, Excited to be reunited with Sassy, mm-hmm. and they're both sprinting in the field, and his front feet just stop yeah, working yeah. for a front half second. He takes his face into the dirt, and then pop. He's a real champ. Oh, yeah, that chance. Uh, He's a good boy. I uh, it's so it that I to be trivia stuff is so funny. They're like, he was totally safe when he hit that tree, and they liked it so much that they left it in and like, wrote new dialogue. I envision. You got it's all one shot, okay? There's no there's no extra time. <laughs> right. It's Green Day Dookie, Explosions baby. Explosions in the background. They're watching the movie in real time and fucking those uh Sally Field and goddamn uh, Marty McFly and the guy from Trading Places are just sitting there with their microphones being like, "Ah, da." They're trying to get all their lines out as fast as they can. Yeah. Uh, there's a funny thing that this was a mis a misheard line on my my part, uh, mm-hmm. but there was a part where when Peter goes to the 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 oldest son cops yeah when he oh. goes to the cops and then he's yeah. like what's your parents' names he goes well my mom's name is blah 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 and my dad well my mom's husband and what he says is his name is Bob Seavers but he says yeah. it like he kind of like just doesn't enunciate very well. Also- and it sounds like he says, well, my mom is blah, blah, blah. But my dad, my mom's husband is Popsies. <laughs> I thought he said Popsies. And I was like, what? That's what? That, and then that I had cop to has way too much. And put the captions on to be like, is this motherfucker, the guy from Airplane in this movie's oh. name is Popsies? You, you should just watch everything with captions. I was at work. I was doing work. I'm, I'm multitasking. Mm. That's why mm-hmm. I think this would have been. I think I would have fully enjoyed it more if I would have just shut the laptop Bro. and listened to the whole thing. Hey, buddy, I'd have enjoyed this movie if it was just ninety fucking minutes of the montages. Because <laughs> every time, every time they hit a fucking montage, it was great. Great, you know, great music too. Yeah, I'll say that. Oh, a really good, good score. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because that that they use that score to get you at the end. Oh yeah. 
Um, also, I you can tell just by the way how cats are harder to train. Uh, that's half of the reason why Sassy gets separated from the dogs and goes off and has her own adventure. little adventure with the bird boy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because in my opinion, it's a lot easier to just shoot the scenes with the two dogs than it is the scenes with two dogs and a cat. Like, there's a lot of shots where they have all three of them doing something together, and I'm like, how long did that take? There's a scene where, and it's it's all on camera, where Sassy fucking jumps up, opens the gate that the dogs are in when they go to the pound at the end, and then uh, break out. Well, just imagine in Return of the Jedi how long it took to film that scene where they got all the Ewoks to carry them in on those sticks and everything. And yeah. Like, that had to be fucking killer. Uh-huh. Um, this is very interesting. I just found out right now while while we were chatting. Uh, who would you say is the biggest star in this movie? Michael J. Fox. Okay, sure. I'll give you that. Big star. Um, Robert Hayes from Airplane, you know, he played Popsies, of course. Ah, uh, Gene Smart. Oh, she's in yeah. a lot. Oh, my. Uh, what I'll say. I'm a dummy. I think. I just put that together. Uh, I, wow. I think. That's the, the that's the guy from Airplane. I think the biggest. You even said it earlier. I did. I, I don't know. I'm We're a, doing two different podcasts uh, sometimes. We are. Uh, I think the biggest star is Bart the Bear. Is that Bart that's the Bear? Bart the Bear, who you may know from Benji the, the Hunted. Great Outdoors, The Bear, White Fang, Homeward Bound, Legends of the Fall, wow. 12 Monkeys, Meet wow. the Fucking Brad Deals. Brad fought that. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. How? When When did we lose Bart? Bart passed away in 2000. How long of a life did Bart get? A long one. Pretty good. He got 23 years. Hmm. I don't know if that's long. That but- feels long for a bear. Bear in captivity, I'm sure it is. They probably get to live a good 16... What is he, a black bear? He is a brown bear. Ah. Born in Baltimore, died in Herber City, Utah. He won an Academy Award. (laughs) What? (laughs) Barely. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah. I hope this is true, but I also... on, On his Wikipedia page, Bart the Bear... Under, like, on the main part where it's, like, sex, born, died, resting place, occupation, it says awards, and it says one Academy Award for the bear, but then underneath it, it says citation needed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wasn't he also in Jack the Bear? He's not on this list, buddy. Um, hmm. But, yeah, that's- Makes me wonder about, like, who's the bear that kept losing out all those fucking roles. Oh, yeah. They're, like, like uh, Peach, you know, some Russian guy is- living in a trailer with a bear out back and he's like fucking Bart. Yeah, like Bart Ryan Ryan Reynolds is to Ryan Felipe as Bart the Bear is to who, you know? No. Ryan Felipe never had an ounce of the charisma Ryan Reynolds. That's why Ryan Reynolds gets all nah. the roles I think and if Reynolds- is still a force in Hollywood to this day is he drips charisma. I don't know. I And like ability. I don't know. He's Still, still able to be cheeky. Cheeky. He's a cheeky guy. He's a cheeky guy. Uh, let's see if I have any other fun notes. Let's see. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I gotta say, I don't hate this movie. I just this was not 
No. It's not one that I gonna, ever intended on watching. I'm going to rip through the plot real quick. What? We're going to rip through the plot. Oh, go real ahead. Quick. I feel like touch yeah, go ahead and finish this off, you know. So anyways, they get dropped off at this ranch. Yep. They're going to be there for a couple days. Oh my god, we're and then, we're still there? Yeah, the dogs, the the lady at the ranch that's going to watch them. She's got to go do a cattle run. Mm-hmm. And some shit. And so when the dogs first get there, they're like, "Yeah, this is fine. This is cool." You know, not Chance though, because he's from the pound. He's he's got abandonment yeah, issues. Yeah, Chance grew up on the you know? streets. His- Shadow's like, calm down. Peter said he's gonna be back. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be back. You know, mm-hmm. and then she leaves to go on this cattle run, and immediately and sudden- Shadow's like, we're fucked. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. They'd have been fine if Shadow would have just kept sleeping on the goddamn porch. Yeah. You know. Then he jumps the fence. Sassy jumps the fence. Chance jumps the fence, yep. and they're off. And they're off. Credible journey. And eventually, they're gonna be like, "All we gotta do is go." They're on the other side of the mountain. They find so they find that big. The animals went to the other side of the mountain to see what they could see, mm-hmm. but more mountains was all, all they that could they see. could see. The uh, and that big pile of, of animal shit they find, uh, we could have done without that scene in this movie. Mm-hmm. We didn't need that. Yeah, I did like. I think Chance was funny. Plenty of logs. Huh? Chance was funny, and not only that, but Michael J. Fox elevates mm. some pretty mediocre like puns. Yeah, but you got you got Michael J. Fox like ability being like I like that. And dog. no, no, plus no, if, that dog's cute as shit. No offense to he's a the, scamp. The guy, uh, what's his name? The guy who did the voice of Shadow, Don Amici. Don Amici. He's great. He's a fantastic actor. This was one of his last roles. Yeah. He really came out of his cocoon. Yes. He's also in Trading Places, and he's in Coming to America, and he's playing the same character in both. Yeah. I didn't realize those were in the same universe. Uh, they are. But uh, I'm really surprised. Now, am I wrong? Was he a huge star at that time? Because you got to think Sally Field was Gidget, and Michael J. Fox was Marty McFly. You would Not, think that the <clears throat> no. third would have been like Clint Eastwood or something, you know? No. So it's... it's they just needed to... He... He was just a guy that can nail down that old man voice. Yeah. Do you? You know, he does. He does great. Why doesn't He's stoic? Why doesn't Michael J. Fox do more animated stuff? Uh, I think he's already animated enough. Yeah. Because his because he's I understand the idea of him not wanting to act. Well, he did Stuart Little. Well, yeah, I know that's what I'm thinking. And Stuart Little's good. But like he did Atlantis. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, okay, so maybe he has done it. And I'm just not thinking about it. Or maybe he's yeah. already done it and is like, oh yeah, I didn't like doing it. He did that. Uh, he did that uh, Wes Anderson movie. That was all about him. The Fantastic, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. But in that, George Clooney did his voice. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, but it's auto. It's a biopic. I do. Uh, I love my favorite biopic is the Pauly Shore one. I do love Michael J. Fox though, and I would like to. I would like him in like, more stuff. But I How also understand not, the like, idea of when you have a debilitating disease, yeah. you maybe don't want to be acting on, on a set and shit like that. I will fight somebody on the behest of Michael J. Yeah. Fox. Did he tell that? Fun t- fact. Hmm. Do you know what the J in his name stands for? Hmm. Absolutely fake, nothing. Fake, right? They, a- they added it because yeah. some other asshole was named Michael Fox. Yeah. I watched a great episode. And then his brother. Yeah. Uh... Was in Lost. No. Matthew Fox. That's not his brother. Uh, I watched last night a great episode of uh, uh, Family Ties. I was doing Oh, they're going to say Spin City. I was on the Pluto Pluto TV, 
and I was riding the remote back and forth between. You know, you could kind of do that sometimes, like when the commercials were not on sync. Yeah. So I was doing that with an episode of Happy Days where uh, Richie and Fonzie. I fucking love Pluto TV. Oh, me too. Uh, Richie and Fonzie snuck into a college dorm, and then they were. It was with Richie's girlfriend, but they were stuck uh-huh. there. And then when you flip back to Family Ties, it was an episode where uh, Alex hooked Mon- uh, hooked Mallory up with one of his friends, and they went on a yeah. date, and they didn't get along. But he's like, "No, but it'll be fun. You guys can be friends." And so they, you know, the really fun channel on that Pluto is which one is the uh, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero slash Melrose Place oh. channel. I don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, watch Renegade. Weird, watch the- like if you just drop yourself in the middle of a Melrose place and you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. There's all these weird ass like dramatic like plot points yeah. going on. I'm, and like they're like it's really cheesy and bad. Yeah. They're like did and then you, you're just like they're like did Rick call you? And then the music's like you're like like somebody was getting married so they could get an inheritance in an episode. And then like the guy that was marrying the lady for the money, like they were faking it. But like his girlfriend was all pissed off about the fact that he was getting married mm-hmm. for 10 million dollars have we talked then, about how there's a porno channel on there boobs yeah. nipples oh fucking pussy and stuff uh shut the front on door pluto tv so listeners if you don't know pluto tv is like a free app it's on roku i don't know what else it's on but uh it has tons of channels and you can watch stuff on it, right? Like our, our friends, the Cooligans, their show on Fubu on the uh, Fubo network. Is it Fubo? Yeah, what, Fubu. Fu- yeah, their show on that network is you can watch it. You can catch episodes sometimes on Pluto TV, and they have channels that are like the Happy Days channel, where it's just episodes of Happy Days and Laverne's. MST three K. MST three K. It's just episodes of that Doctor Who. It's just episodes of Doctor Who all day running. Tosh point like, oh. Yeah. Well. They have a they have a movie section and they have a bunch of movies that run and the last movie channel whatever it is in the, when you go down the list I'm checking this out as soon as this podcast is the over the last movie channel at some point it it pulls like a Cartoon Network Adult Swim thing where after like eleven o'clock at night it starts being called like Asylum or something like that mm-hmm. and they just show full on pornos and I watched a movie. Whoa. That was just a full-on horribly acted. It's not like a porno where it's just like, "Hey, let's fuck." It's like a softcore porn film with saxophone and candles. Yeah, but like shot in two thousand like twelve. Oh. And but but like like that, it looks. You're watching it and you're like, "Oh, this is Red." I, I kind of miss Red Shoe Diaries, but like, this is in twenty twelve. Yeah, nineties era softcore, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what we grew up on. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it'd be Cinemax. Really weird to watch it all. But anyways, I watched a full fuck movie on there one night. It's funny now. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird to watch a porno that has a plot. Like, that's fuck. At, we're too ambitious. We're too... We've been too conditioned into... What, not videos. only that, what they need is, like, action, you know? <laughs> well, they, Like, an action movie, they, you know? They tried that. Heads are, heads are getting blown off. Mm-hmm. Zombies are eating faces off. And then people fuck. Yeah, people... And then you go back out there. Well, what do you, it's like you said. People will get their head shut off. Zombies eating people, awesome. people getting shot, yeah. zombies eating ass, stuff like that. So anyways, Homeward Bound. Pirates was a porno movie that was a big movie, action movie, that was came out when I worked at Blockbuster. It was called The Pirates. It was like a- Oh, I recall. It was like a big deal, and it fucking flopped. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I watched it, nothing was flopping. No, a big hard rod. Homeward Bound, though, it it is- um. I, I can't, yeah, I, I feel bad. I, I don't think it's bad. I just, I had no interest in watching it. It bummed me out the whole time. 
How'd how'd you do with the ending though? Did you did yeah. were there dry eyes uh, to be had? Yeah, I was I because I watched the ending fucking twice today and it got me both. Yeah, times. I'm a very emotional I'm a very emotional watcher and especially when it comes to animal stuff. So not only am yeah. I invested in this story, but then also I'm like, well, those well, that dog and cat and dog have been dead for twenty years. It's shot. It's shot beautifully. The only thing shot better than the ending of the movie. Uh, throughout the movie is Chance's balls, but that's a different story. I thought you were going to say the only <laughs> thing shot better was uh, Shadow that time he got uh, rabies and tried to kill a kid on set of no, uh, that's old Yeller. Full House in 1996. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, a lot of Chance balls in it. Yeah. But uh, Hey, that's my anyways. favorite thing about uh, the, pop, uh, the Powerball, the Chance balls. <laughs> yeah. The animals, they finally make it back to the city. Yeah. And the first thing that happens fucking shadow falls into a hole dun, dun, with mud dun, dun. and he's old and tired and can't get out of it yeah so they just like cut from the scene without resolution we don't know what happened it sounds like shadow's just gonna stay down in that muddy fucking hole and die what? that's not it chance uh-huh. chance goes down there and says i'm gonna get you yeah. out of this hole now you get your you don't yeah. just walk around for an hour and give up you get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog that's what yeah but we him. didn't see him get out of the hole no, we just don't know but what it's happened. not like he just fell in the hole and then it was cut to the end of the movie by the okay, way that thanksgiving thing man you got me hard i don't know why that story <laughs> why did they go to san francisco then was it that he yes. just had to finish his also, job also also, there's a scene where the animals, after they save the little girl, they get picked up by animal control. The animal control's like, oh my God, these are those animals from the poster. Yeah. So they take them to the pound or whatever. Yeah. And then the pound calls Airplane Dad. Yeah. Uh, Poopsie. And he's like, they found the dogs. So then here's what's weird. They go start pulling the kids out of school yeah. to go drive and pick up the animals. They can't just, like... And number one, why are these kids temporarily enrolled in the school when they're just going to be moving back in Thanksgiving? That's weird. Yeah. So anyways, they pull him out of the play. This other kid, he's already the lead in the play, yeah. drops a pumpkin, and they go sing the fucking Witch Doctor song 97 oh, fucking times. that scene fucking ru- That whole thing of like a family in a car they're all singing together like yes yeah when i was a kid uh-huh. my mom did sing when we were driving but the idea that yeah. it's like a five-part harmony no and they're all like yeah. bum, 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 <laughs> like fuck that yeah. she's got eyes of the bluest yeah. sky and who's singing and, and i can sing high what song did your mom sing in the car the most probably crazy I, th- Pat, did she say it when probably she was a mad? Patsy Klein song. Did she say it when she was uh-uh. mad at you guys or like uh-uh. uh crazy <gasps> crazy for the so like that's what my mom would do when my mom would be like when we were literally making her crazy my mom would just start singing crazy loudly. That was like her. Well, my mom also might be kind of crazy, so it probably works. But my mom's car songs were Taxi by Harry Chapin, great song. My mom would be like, I remember I remember when, when he was, uh, Oh yeah, wouldn't that be fun? That song? 1994, I'm in the back seat, my mom starts singing that. Boom. I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Yeah. Smoking Darrell menthol lights. Oh <laughs> uh, uh. boy. Uh my mom also sang a song called Down in the Boondocks, which is a fun song. And I had a weird experience maybe maybe 5 right. 5 10 years ago where I was at a store 
and I or somewhere I was somewhere out in public and the song playing was down in the boondocks and I was like what is this song and I listened I'm like oh fuck I never thought of this as an actual song and, yeah <laughs> I only and again another problem I only knew it as my mom go back acapella to... singing it as soon as they got done singing the witch doctor song yeah like 30 seconds go by and then the dad from yeah, airplane is like yeah, he goes right back into the fucking witch doctor yeah, song. It's so weird. I hate that shit. Like, how many times have they been singing it? I hate shit in TV shows how about and movies. Some spin doctors. When you can tell it's written by people that have never been around po- families and they're writing yeah. families, and it's like what? Mm-hmm. It's like the da- the the Dawson's Creek stuff. Where like a fifteen-year-old is supposed to be like, well, of course uh, you want to stay in here because of feminist values and blah 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 blah, and it's like, no, <laughs> right? He'd be like, shut oh, the fuck up, Pacey. My goddamn cock is so hard, Joey. Get in here. Also, uh, we made an observation. Who's we? Uh, Who's we? Watched Who's we? Me, me and Danielle. Okay. Uh, we've watched a couple nineties, uh, early two thousands uh, TV Uh-oh, shows. Oh, buddy, and- that was the honk. It's time to wrap up. Uh, what do you got? <laughs> When you watch them, like there was nothing bigger in the day than sweat sweaters with a stripe somewhere, either right oh, across yeah. the chest or right down the shoulders, sometimes both. Yeah. But we loved s- single mono stripe sweaters. Great look. I st- Anyways, end of the movie. Everybody's standing outside. Yeah. They're having a good time. They're getting ready for Thanksgiving. They're playing basketball. Fucking. The daughter accidentally calls airplane dad dad for the first oh, time. Yeah. And then he's like, and then, no. And then Peter accident. Peter says he, he gives it the okay. He's like, yeah, dad, let's play another game of basketball, which they're not even playing it correctly. Yeah. The fucking girls on his shoulders. That's cheating. I've read the rules. Anyways, they're out there playing basketball. And in the background, you're roof, roof. The little kids like chance. Yeah. There's and then sure as shit. There's a thing. Chance comes over the hill. There's a thing. He's, a, he's psyched. Uh-huh. Sorry. There's a thing that bothers me uh, about, and yes, that is very emotional, and it, made, it did make me tear up when I watched it. It is. But there's a there's a thing that bothers me also about this show, where was it the ooh like why does Shadow not understand telephones? But, like, he does understand, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger reference, you know? Like, <laughs> there's so many things about that. Now, I think maybe the fact that they say at the beginning, when Ch- Chance, you find out Chance lived on the streets, yeah. maybe that's why uh-huh. Chance is the way he is and Shadow's way well, more. Well, Chance likes a lot of, watches TV. He does do that. He's the one making but, but the like pop culture references. He calls the turkey Birdzilla. Yeah. And he calls the mountain lion Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he also when he launches, uh, uh, hasta la vista. He says hasta la vista. Uh, it's so weird. He's a hip cat. I mean, dog boy. When they have fuck, I like when they're riffing about hot dogs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, that's a good moment. That's like, uh, that's like when in Shawshank when they when Red and fucking Tim <laughs> Robbins become buddies. He's like, I like yeah. them when they got nerd on him, and it's like, oh hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, See, I just want montage adventure homeward bound for the entire time. No perils. Yeah. No humans. Non perils. Just dogs running around and cricks with skunks and having a gay old time. Yeah. 
I just, I think it's. Yeah. A, Anyways, I think it's. Uh, I can't. I don't. Again, I just keep coming back to this because I came in hot. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just was mm. not interested in watching it. Hated that we did, and I was. I'm gonna be bummed the rest of the night just thinking about how animals don't live forever. They don't. Ugh. Bart, Bart the bear. Twenty four years, baby. We had twenty four great ones with him. <laughs> do you know that? Uh-huh. Did you speaking of Brad Pitt's friend Bart the bear? Did you know that Brad Pitt is in the? There's an NES game for Cool World, and Brad Pitt is in it. Like his, he's a sprite. <laughs> Um, no, but I think I saw that, but that's such a weird, like, they've really just made video games for anything Now, at when one you point. say you think you saw that, was it when I tweeted about it the other day? No, it's oh. like, in, in my brains oh, of sure. games. Because that's so weird to me that Brad Pitt's in a well, Nintendo game. You know, it's weird to me. Hmm. The ending of the movie. So anyways. Yeah chance he's back with a little boy cat comes over they pick him up yeah also i love you know the fact that all of the emotions of the animals basically because they can't act yeah they can go like stand where they need to stand yeah but all of it is done in editing afterwards so it's just the obvious like dog's face isn't changing yeah but they're crying noise you know kind of like anytime you see a rat in a movie it doesn't squeak, yeah. but it squeaks. You know, I don't know what that's called. It's like AMR or something like that, but that's not it. Are you yeah. an ADR? Yeah, that's what... yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. I thought you said a. I was thinking you meant ASMR, which is a different thing. Mm-hmm. A and R. Anyway, comes over the court, over the hill. She's reunited, and then fucking Peter, the fucking drip mm-hmm. himself, is standing there like, uh, what? Oh, so what's this? Oh, he was too he was old. old. He was old. It's too far. He was old. He's a piece of shit. And then mu- he turns around. Mm-hmm. The music gets even sadder. And here comes fucking Shadow. Yep. And oh. you know what? They put a fucking uh, 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 a wooden bead in his paw. That's so that how they got limp. on the limp. Yeah. And again, on IMDb, it's like the wooden bead did not hurt him in any way. It didn't bother him. It just made him hold his paw a little softer. I was it's curious like, how they made him limp. Yeah. Because Chance it's, with the porcupine, that's makeup. Yeah. You know? Now, who? I wonder who. I want to look this up. I wonder who does the voice. Because Don Amici died uh, right after this movie. I wonder who did the voice in the sequel? of Shadow. In Wilford the sequel. Brimley. Is that true? No, I was just... Or is that a guess? Uh, oh, that's cool. It was Ralph Waite. What's the who, uh, what's the Rotten mm-hmm. Tomato on the sequel? I'm going to decide if I'll watch it later. Uh, one second. Ralph Waite did the voice in the sequel, and he is the dad from the, uh, the Walt. Major dad. Which I think is perfect. Okay. I think that's a very good casting. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes for the sequel, do you want to take a guess? Uh, 38. Wow. No, higher. 55. Oh, boy. Very close. 53. That's watchable. That's Yeah. It's a splat, but it's right on the line. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never seen it. Do they go get broccoli pizza and legal marijuana? I don't remember. I know I saw it in the theater. I don't remember anything about it except for that, obviously, they're in San Francisco for it. 
I think there's bully dogs. Like I think there's like a gang Did of they dogs take that the trolley, can't... or is that just for the poster to let you know that I it's in know. San Francisco? Oh, that's an interesting thing. There's a part. So when I was a kid, we had this. I've talked about it on the show before. I'm sure we had this satellite company called Prime Star. That, yeah. that was our cable. That's what we watched TV through. And when I was a kid, they had a TV guide channel that would just play trailers every like half hour over and over. Oh yeah, and over I recall TV shows. And this is one of them that I like. When I watched the trailer for this, I I was like, I could say the trailer with it. Yeah, because I had watched this so many times. And that line where the 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 guy goes, I uh, oh fuck, I wrote it down. Uh, the the park ranger says domesticated animals wouldn't stand a chance out there. Like I just chance. remember hearing that over and over and over and over when I was yeah. a kid. Well, is that what is that what you said? No, I said I think that's it. I gotta, I gotta make dinner here. Okay. Well, you're the one we who fucking wanted to go through the plot of the movie. I'm just saying we should wrap it up. You know, I think everybody's yeah. like, yeah, I think they covered Homeward Bound. Oh, buddy, this is. Do you think the listeners are like, wait, this is what they're gonna do? They're moving to only this. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh-huh. uh, boy, I was gonna drop the video for this one. I was gonna uh-huh. put out a well, video. Well, tell them to be fine. Fresh air is still good. You know, no, this it's American life. It's not. No, the fucking coronavirus. Let's talk about Terry Gross. Oh, yeah. Okay. I literally you thought know? you were talking about the atmosphere outside. I was like, buddy, that's like the worst thing right now is fresh air. You know, yeah, that you can. It's been a minute. Check that out. You know, there's plenty of good podcasts. Oh, yeah. You can, you, I you, see what you're you doing. You cut us you're- some slack. You're telling us if you don't like our podcast, well, fuck it. Go listen to something else. Yeah. If you want listen something, to something else and ours. If, if Find you want your something best. professional, fucking This American Life had me tearing up the other day at work. This is the best idea. Okay, I don't know when you listen to our show. Maybe you listen to it right when it comes out. Maybe you save it. You listen to it you know, on your way to work or something. Whenever, Okay, so what you got to do is stop listening to us when you regularly do. Start listening to us after you listen to your favorite podcast, okay? Or right before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you just can't wait to get to Ira Glass. Listen to us first. <laughs> and then by the time you're done, you'll be like, well, that was fun. Cool. On to Ira now. Yeah. And he's like, hello. That's my Ira Glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's your Ira Glass? is like, uh... Hey. Hey, we're... WBZ Chicago. Today we're talking about the coronavirus again because every goddamn po- uh, I listen to a lot of po- like political and newsy and uh, sciencey stuff. And yeah. I mean, there's there's always a new story about the fucking virus out there. I listen to a lot of uh, sports talk, like a lot of sports shows now. I, like I go on YouTube and watch like clips. McAfee and Live. Yeah, I'll watch some of that. I, I, he's, it's just, this is my problem with all of them. I'm like, they're a Republican. <laughs> like I watch McAfee and I'm like, oh my God, he's a Republican. He's a, he's, he's a fucking crazy right wing guy. I don't think so. I don't have any reason to believe that, but I think that. And then today on fucking Rich Eisen, who I've really enjoyed, he had Casey Affleck on, who's like a known woman abuser. And it's like, what? Come on. And so now I got to have that in my head, you know? Yeah. But I listen to a lot of that. I, you know, my new thing is we'll get out of here in a second. But right now, I've been watching a lot of restoring of action figures on hmm. YouTube. Um, there's they a guy them, called. They take them back to the store. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, this fucker's old." <laughs> uh, 
There no, it's a uh, there's this one called it's a YouTube channel called Toy Polilio. It's not Toy Palamalu, but that's what I keep thinking it is. And he just He's basically great cleans in those up head and shoulder commercials. Yeah, he cleans head head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, he sucks in those knees and toes commercials though. Knees and but toes. This yeah, this guy cleans cleans a bunch of uh, 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 he cleans a bunch of toys and like shows you how to make them look nicer and stuff. And I actually took a bunch of things from him. And tonight, when we're done, I'm gonna pull apart that sound wave that uh, Mike Haas sent me, and I'm gonna uh, clean it up, make it stand up right, and actually do some work on it. Oh, so very cool. About that. Yeah. Um, so then, let's get out of here. Uh, Tell the listeners where they can find you on the internet, dude. It's uh, Reamcore, R-E-A-M-K-L-R-E. Uh, that's right. On most of the things, that's where I'm at. Cool. Uh, you can find me at Patrick Casey. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-K-E, PatrickCasey.com for upcoming uh, videos. Um, tell your friends. Uh, share the show. Uh, once we start getting closer to that uh, 200th episode, when we start really shifting stuff, I'm sure we'll ramp up and maybe try to do something fun to build new listenership. Uh, so look for that. Uh, if you haven't yet, get on the Patreon, because uh, I'm sure whatever we do there is going to involve VR. are that's going to involve money. So, uh, get on there. Give us a dollar. Give us five dollars. You know, a month or something. Uh, somebody, we, I mean, like I said, Adam Sands giving us a dollar a month. That's helping. Twelve bucks a month. Twelve bucks yeah. a year helps. Um... Tell your friends, uh, be cool, never die, and as always, remember, uh, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.